This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Henry Dumpty. Now, we have most weekends. Spectacular is... A good description of the Premier League for one reason or another. But this weekend, it certainly has been spectacular. Liverpool beating Manchester United 7 nothing. It's the worst defeat United have suffered since 1931. When Wolves, who were the big club, a big club in those days, beat them 7-0. And, of course, Arsenal also produced a miracle seven minutes into overtime. A young lad called Reese Nelson scored a winner, which may well make all the difference when the trophies are handed out at the end of the season. It gave Arsenal a 3-2 win. I'm joined now by Liam Brady and John Giles to talk about those games and others as well this weekend. John, let me start with you and Liverpool's savage performance against Against Manchester United, you thought they'd beat United. I thought before the game they'd beat United, but United weathered the storm after 25 minutes, which usually means you're all right. But a very good goal by this guy, Gakpo, who they bought from the Netherlands, gave them a 1-0 lead at halftime, and after that, United collapsed. What was your take on the game, John? Was it a question of United being exposed or Liverpool just playing out of this world football? I would say it's usually a combination of both, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're not doing what you should be doing, uh, which I don't think United were, for example, and uh, uh, Liverpool then took uh, took charge of the situation and uh, it made the most of it. I mean, I, 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 I was a bit uh, worried, if that's the word, for Manchester United at the start when, uh, for example, I mean... I think it's been quite well known in the soccer game and to and to, to to viewers that uh, uh, you know Alexander Arnold is not a good defender. Yeah. Well, actually, United played without a left winger. Yeah, they had Fernandez out there. Well, he wasn't. He was more midfield. I mean, he's, like Fernandez is not a left winger who takes no, people no. on mm. and goes past him. I mean, he okay, he was left side, but he wasn't a left winger. And even if he was getting the ball, he wasn't going to go back past uh, Alexander in the way that wingers do. Yeah. So United have a few wingers. And I think the first thing you should be looking for is, okay, if we can expose Alexander, we'll do so. There was no, there was no sign of that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so 
you know, from from United's point of view, Liverpool really, really did do the business in the second half. They were absolutely brilliant uh, and and thoroughly deserved what they did. So it was a, it was a bad, bad day for Manchester United. There's no doubt about that. Uh, there's a lot of criticism afterwards about Fernandez, and I, I agree with it totally. Him and and always moaning Fred was in a Chris Sutton had a goal and Keane had a goal and never that never had a goal. Fernandez was the captain, as we know. Yeah, and all he did was moan and moan and moan during the match, and so yeah. I, I think uh, the manager in the United still has a big, big job to do. Uh, for the rest of this season. Yeah, I mean, Gary Neville described Fernandez as a disgrace. He is the captain of the team at the moment. Liam, I and you, perhaps, I'm well, not speaking for you, and John, I had the impression that Eric Ten Hag had improved United, given them a structure, particularly at the back. You knew what the team was going to be most weeks, and it was a big improvement. They got up as high as third in the league, Yesterday, they were torn to shreds by a team, Liverpool, who I thought, I would have said a fortnight ago, were gone. What happened? Well, this is this is the great thing about football, Eamon, isn't it? You know, these things can, can happen. And, yep. uh, you know, we've pointed out over recent weeks that Manchester United haven't been getting results. And Ten Hag has done a very good job. And they've also got a trophy under their belt, winning the Carabao Cup yep. a week ago uh, and challenging for the league uh, up till up till this weekend. Um, what happened? Uh, well, United were in the game, weren't they, in the first half? And yes. they had a couple of chances. Uh, you know, uh, Fernandez uh, at the far post had a header where Alexander-Arnold lost him again and uh, he had a, 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 a... It was a good chance. I wouldn't say it was a great chance, but it was a good chance. Rashford had a brilliant chance when yes. he was knocked in through and he and he mishit his volley. So uh, United were well and truly in it, but they got exposed for some horrific defending, Eamon, you know. Yes. And they've been getting away with a few games this week. I think John and I have highlighted it with you that, yeah. uh, you know, against Leeds, they could have been two down. Leicester could have been three up at Old Trafford. Yes. Uh, uh, and... Uh, the goalkeeper, uh, De Gea, saved them, saved United. So, uh, uh, Ten Hag, as John says, has a has a difficult job to do, you know. He, uh, and, look, in, in the second half, two or three through the towel, and Fernandez being one of them, and yes. Gary Neville was right to highlight him. John's, yeah. been on, John's been on about him for weeks now, yeah. hasn't he, you know. And I thought it was disgraceful. He's holding his holding his face when he got touched on the chest. You know, yeah, uh, terrible, terrible things uh, that that fellow was up to on, at the weekend. He just threw the towel in. I thought Shaw threw the towel in the left back. Yeah, uh, he was back to his very, very worst. Uh, Fred went missing, uh, and of course, anytime United attacked them and Liverpool got the ball. You know what Liverpool are like on the break. And it was the first time, really, that the three forwards have clicked. Uh, Nunes, Gakpo and, and Salah. It was the first time I've seen them all three have really good game all together. Uh, and I think this Gakpo is a real player. And I think Nunes is a real player. Yes. He, 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 he's he been missing chances, but it looks like he's found his confidence now, Eamon. And, you know, the three of them up front will give a lot of teams problems. Still think the short and midfield Liverpool, um, but it was a great win, but kind of a freak win 
And sometimes these things happen and Man United have got to dust themselves down and keep on working. You know, he's got a big job on his hand, Ten Hag, to make United into realistic uh, uh, premiership winners and, and Champions League winners. That's, that's what that club is all about, Eamon, but they're a long way off it. Yeah, I'd agree, John. I'm sure you would as well. The Liverpool performance, I mean, in recent weeks, John, Nunes has looked better and better, more confident. He's shown a lot of character. And mm. He's quite young. He's only 23. Yeah. But he's, he's shown a lot of character, even though he missed some chances in his early games. He's shown he's a powerhouse. This lad, Gappo, he played for the Netherlands in the World Cup. He played really well yesterday. He didn't cost a king's ransom. Forty million is is not a lot these days, but they seem to be integrated into the team now. Nunes, in particular, Salah was at his best again. The performance they put on in the second half was a lot like the performance they put in in the first half against Real Madrid. It's hard to predict Liverpool, but when they're in that mood, playing in that high tempo with all those really good forwards. They're still very relevant and they're fighting now for a top four place and they've got every chance of getting it. Yeah, well, if they keep playing Eamon the way they played last night, yeah, which has been the problem, yeah, you know, what we've been read in the last few weeks that uh, the midfield players are gone. They're finished. Yeah. They're gone. Right? They weren't gone last night. No. No. Right? Well, I so, thought Henderson played it? well and I think Henderson still has a contribution to make, but he has played young very young players there and it's very, very difficult for a young player to come into a side like that. Yeah, but then you don't play them. Yeah, you exactly. Play, yeah. What we keep reading, what I keep reading is that the, the mid, all the midfield players are too old now and they're gone. It's not true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a question, I think it's a question of attitude with, with, with Liverpool, Eamon. Like, they've been a great team for a few seasons. Yes. And all, like, if you look at the, say that we talk about the midfield, when they played uh, Bournemouth and these teams that they've been beaten with. I mean, the midfield players at Liverpool are far better than the opposition that they played against. Yes. So it's a question of attitude, Eamon. That's yes. the big thing with Liverpool. Do they have the same attitude as they had last year? Yeah. And then when it comes to the big matches like last night, now they have the attitude. Yeah. But, but it's a hard thing in football, having done what Liverpool did, to maintain that attitude week in, week out, week in, week out, year in, year in, year in, year yeah. out. Yes. And when it comes to Manchester United last night, they know this is a big game. Yes. This is a big game. We saw a different Liverpool to the Liverpool that we've seen in recent weeks. Yep. So it's back to attitude again, Amy. You know, yeah. they have the players. They definitely have the players. The midfield players are not all finished. They'd be better played than the players that the better midfields than the players that play the midfields have played against in recent times. Yeah. So it's back to attitude, attitude, attitude all the time, Amy. And if, if Liverpool showed that last night, they were brilliant. Manchester United weren't. I mean, I might have said to you today, talking, I mean, in, in, in Ten Hag's place, I mean, one of the biggest uh, the problems for Liverpool over the last few weeks or few months is that Alexander is, is, hasn't been doing his job at right back. Yeah. Well, man, you played without a left winger. They did. No, it was night. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's, 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 big stuff you know when you're talking about the manager doing his job and doing it in a certain way that's big stuff and in the end they, pay, they, they ultimately they paid a price because you said the new lads up front are, are really good players they haven't had the best of time because they're settling in yes. along with, with of course with Salah who's, who's great but these lads are settling in now 
But his attitude, Eamon, they've been there a few weeks. I know they're, they're new. But if all Liverpool need now from the end of the season is the attitude that they had last night. And there's no doubt they'll finish in the top four. Right. And Tottenham are ahead of them. Manchester United are ahead of them. They've, I think they're seven points behind United. But they've pl- played the same number of games. Liam, we've all, well, not, I'm not accusing you, but I certainly plead guilty to thinking this fella Ten Hag, he got rid of Ronaldo. I mean, Rashford slept in one morning, he dropped him. But then he me, showed discipline. They got Casemiro, who's been a good buy for them so far, although he didn't look fit yesterday and he certainly didn't live up to all the hype that's been around him. How much does he need to have a Manchester United team that is consistently able to challenge the best sides in the league? I think he needs a good few players, Eamon, to be yes. quite honest. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the ones he's the ones he's brought in, I've still got question marks about them, you know. Yeah, Wegorth. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. yeah. I was just about to mention Wegorth. But Anthony, I, I haven't seen it from him apart from a few flashy things. Yeah. Weghorst, I haven't seen him have a good game yet from Manchester United, no. you know. And uh, the lad Martinez at the back, you know, he's a He's a he's a he's a tough lad, but he's not that quick, and he's no. he's very very small, and you know, so I think they need they they haven't had a really good midfield player after a creative midfield player. Casemiro's not a creative midfield. No, no, yeah. Uh, Fernandez can give you a bit of creativity, all right, when it's on a good day, but uh, I don't like him as a, as a as a person, Fernandez, and I don't think he's a He's cap- captain material, to be quite no. honest. And, and uh, Neville, Neville went for him yesterday, Gary Neville. And he did, I thought, yeah. That's the first time that anybody in England has really, you know, said what we've been saying for a long time. Yeah, it's true that he's captain of the club and he has responsibilities. He's, John, you've said it to me time after time. Look at him pointing at other players, <laughs> throwing his hands up in the air. Faking an injury, as Liam said, he, he faked it. Went down holding his face yesterday. No one had touched his face or anything. He just got brushed on the chest. So he's not really a player you'd build a side around, what, is he? I, well, I wouldn't, Damon. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a very talented, talented individual. There's no doubt about that and playing. But every time I see him in any match he's playing, he's at the referee, him and Fred, between yeah. them. I, I always at the referee instead of getting on with the job that needs to be done. Yeah, you know I don't, I don't, I just don't. Like Liam is, I think saying I don't trust him. I mean, to get out in a match like that no. last night and in a big match to do the business. Yeah, when the going is good, he's good. Yeah, you know a lot of players like that. Sunshine boys used to call them years ago. Eamon. Exactly. You know, yeah. And I, I think he's a sunshine boy. When the going's going well, he looks. He's a very, very talented lad. But when you get a match like last night where you want him in there really, really doing his stuff in a hard game, really hard game, he's not there. No. I think he was looking to come off last night, wasn't he? Or he was, yeah. was it? You know, that, that attitude and Fred is up at the referee at them all the time as if that's really, really important part of the game. Get on with the game and get it done. You don't see that, Damien. No. You know, you just don't see that with Manchester United. No, you don't see it with Arsenal these days either, Liam. You were at the Emirates on Saturday they got a scare from Bournemouth and this young lad, Reese Nelson, another homegrown player, 
which is great credit to you and others who were working in the around the academy. You were head of the academy. He really did his stuff. Is he a good player anyway? But I mean, how are you feeling as the, the seconds ticked away? <laughs> and well, let me tell you, Eamon, it was the most extraordinary game I've been at for a long time. Long time. I saw the quickest goal I've ever seen live. Nine seconds, Bournemouth scored. Yep. Straight from the kickoff, down the right wing, crossed it. And our defence was all over the place. And, and Billings put it in the back of the net. And then I did get scared when... when uh, Bournemouth scored a second goal, you yeah. know, 2-0 up with about half an hour to play. Uh, you think or you're dropping points here, you know. But they showed great, great uh, attitude, Arsenal. Kept kept playing, uh, kept doing their stuff. And and uh, Reese Nelson, he put him on for Emile Smith-Rowe, who had a hand in the first goal. Uh, that party scored. And then Reese Nelson made the second goal, and he got an absolute uh, brilliant brilliant goal to win the match uh, 3-2 and that was in the 97th minute so I think yeah. that's the, that's the latest goal I've ever seen as well as I've seen the earliest goal live it was the latest goal and what a winning goal it was too but we got a scare because it wasn't it wasn't all it wasn't all good stuff from Arsenal you know that's that's now Aston Villa they were twice ahead of us a couple of times so yeah, I, I, I think Arsenal have got a great chance of winning the league. But you'd say, I'd have to say that Man City probably, with the experience, are good favourites. You know. Yeah, and I, I seem to remember Liam when Arsene Wenger's teams were at their best. There was often last-minute jobs that they they lay siege to a goal, and they would get their goal late. When Manchester United and Alex Ferguson were renowned for doing it at the Stratford end, and Arsenal, the great Arsenal teams were a bit like that as well. But having well, I think I think that's the sign of a good team, Eamon. Yes. A sign that a, yeah. a team that believes in itself will keep going to the very end. Certainly, uh, Manchester United had it. They scored loads of goals, and no, no better example than the than the win against Bayern Munich in the European Cup of final. You know, yes. yeah. But Arsenal had that. And they have it this season as well. That's about four and eight goals. One at Aston Villa, one that beat Manchester United, and and uh, one uh, one on Saturday. You know, we've had three or four really late goals, and that's the sign of a good team. Yeah, and you were saying last week to us that they have these opportunities now, Bournemouth being one of them, where they're playing teams that they should be able to beat. So, John, the question about Arsenal, I suppose, it's... They have the young, talented players. He's done a really good job there, Arteta. The question is yep. whether Manchester City's experience, they've won four of the last five Premier Leagues, will stand them in good stead. And one of the things that we were talking during the Manchester City-Newcastle game on Saturday, you were very happy to see Phil Foden start because he's been out of the team for a couple of months, scored a great mm -hmm. goal. Played really well too. Yeah. Do you think City might just edge it with experience? Oh, well, the Arsenal are doing their stuff, Eamon, uh, to win the matches. Uh, and it, it's a plus and minus situation as far as I'm concerned with Arsenal. First of all, you shouldn't really be going 2 nils behind. Yeah. Now, what's really good about Arsenal is they haven't done that, Eamon, which you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. They respond to it brilliantly. Yeah. Don't lose their heads, keep playing and that. So it ends up as a as a plus rather than a minus. Yeah. But you have to get rid of those minuses yeah. pretty quickly. 
Yeah. You, you know, coming from behind is great, but you have to give it to the opposition to get in front before you come behind yourself. So Arsenal have got to learn from that. Not to be they've learned brilliantly to come from behind when the, the other team of the opposition have gone, and it takes a lot to do that. Now, now it gets to the easier part, which should be the easier part. Don't let those teams get in front. Yeah. Right? And in, in, in Man City's situation, I, I think if I was backing anybody to win it now, I'd, I'd back Arsenal to win it. Right. Okay, but that's they, interesting. They've got to yeah. learn from these situations. I mean, the, the, what they're doing at the moment, they're doing the hardest part in football, is keeping your heads and coming back to win from two down. It's yeah. brilliant. But you have to say, why go two down in the first place? then it's much easier. You can still win 3-0. But uh, when that's my take on it. From Manchester City's point of view, they're never going to give up, Eamon. No. You know, Foden has come back into the game. Uh, they played against Newcastle, which could have been a very difficult game, really, but finished up winning it comfortably, in my opinion. So, it, it, like, it, uh, if I was putting money on it now to win it, I'd go with Arsenal. But I wouldn't put a lot of money on it with Manchester City getting behind him. Yeah, one of the things, Liam, about City is that he's he left Foden out for a couple of months almost. De Bruyne, he took De Bruyne off just, I think, very early in the second half. After 65 minutes, he put Bernardo Silva on instead of De Bruyne. Bernardo Silva has been in and out of the team. One player who hasn't been out of the team is Grealish, who today, I can tell you, signed a 10 million a year sterling boot deal <laughs> he did with Puma apparently Nike or raging but there you go that's something you guys must think about now and again City Liam they have the talent but they're they still don't look as good as they've looked in in the years when they won it well I don't know about that Eamon you know uh, they haven't they haven't done anything silly Recent weeks, I think there was one draw, maybe, but they've been winning games that they should win. And, yes, uh, Foden has, has has made a comeback, and I don't know whether Guardiola was thought he was a little bit overweight. He wasn't looking after himself properly, maybe, and he left him out. Uh, but he certainly come back uh, looking a different player. He wants to prove himself. And he's a big, big player for them, as is Silva, as is De Bruyne. And they've got Haaland up front, so they've got the you know they've got strength in in abundance everywhere. Eh? Yes. They haven't got a weak a weak player in the team. It's just whether Guardiola might mess about with the defence a bit or mess around tactically, and they make a complacent slip up that might give Arsenal a better chance of winning the league. But uh, I only saw the highlights of that game uh, against Newcastle. Uh, but I would agree with John that they deserve to win Man City and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be there. You know, Arsenal cannot, can only make very few mistakes if they're going to win this league. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Liam Brighton, they gave West Ham a hiding for nothing. And David Moyes is in trouble. West Ham just above Leeds, very near the bottom three. They keep what looks like overperforming Liam they got rid of, well, didn't get rid of their coach. He left them, Graham Potter, to go to Chelsea. They've another good coach now, another decent side, and an Irish, a young Irish lad called Evan Ferguson. We talked about him last week. I think you knew his family because he's from Whitehall or around there. 4 0 against West Ham is a very good result. And, you know, they're in top half of the table, and that's your local, your local club. It's an amazing sort of achievement for a club the size of Brighton to establish themselves in the Premier League as they appear to have? Well, I mean, I was a manager down there in the 90s and 93, 94. The club didn't have anything whatsoever. You know, the, yeah. the most money I had to spend on a player was £15,000. <laughs> that was my highest transfer. Uh, <laughs> so the the, the club was uh, really, really in, in, in a bad situation. But Good local people rescued the club down there and they built it up slowly but surely. And now they've got a marvellous stadium in the Downs in Sussex, about 20 minutes from Brighton. And they have a smashing team as well. Uh, Graham Potter did a brilliant job for them, as several managers even before that. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Houghton. Chris Houghton, yeah. Chris Houghton, yeah. yeah. He's, he did a really good job for them. And this one. Roberto De Serbi, I think his name is. He's an Italian. I hadn't heard of him, but he'd done a, a decent job at at, uh, at Sassuola in in Italy, which would be a very very small team. And this is what they do, Brighton. They do their homework on managers and do their homework on players. That you know, they could have sold the midfield player Casado to yes. Arsenal for seventy million, but now from from a club that was like thirty years ago gone out of business. Uh, and uh, you know, just disappearing out of the football league. Yeah, they're able to turn down seventy million now from Arsenal, which just says it all, doesn't it? And the boy Ferguson, I know, and I have a, a lot of friends who are season ticket holders, and, and he's doing a great job as Ferguson. He's only eighteen years of age, but he's leading the line, and he played very well on Saturday. They didn't win, uh, or he di- he didn't score, should I say? They won four 0 and he had a hand in a couple of the goals. So it's a great story, and with two two games coming up for for, for Ireland and later on this month, surely that lad must figure. 
I haven't seen much of him, Liam, but from what I have seen, he can play. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he's like he's like an old fashioned target man centre forward. You know, yeah. he's good in the air. He holds the ball up. He's neat and tidy. He's also intelligent at bringing linking up play and things like that. So, I think he's going to be a real plus for for Ireland and hopefully for Brighton going forward. Right, John. Just thinking about David Moyes. West Ham finished seventh last season. Seventh the season before. Got into Europe. I feel really sorry for him. I have great respect for what he did at Everton for so long and just the way he conducts himself. It's a great shame to see him in trouble, but they're right down a point in front of the Leeds, John, just above the bottom three. Yeah. It's gone bad, Eamon. Yeah. It happens in clubs, you know, you hear about it and you don't, you don't really know why. Uh, you know, they finished well up the table last year. They spent quite a bit of money by, by their standards in the summer and they're in big trouble. Yeah, you know, you just you just don't know in football. You know, players go against the manager; they don't like him as much. It's it's very very difficult to know, but it does happen. Yeah, and uh, they're in they're in big trouble now, and there's no doubt about it. I was going to ask you and Liam a question about Declan Rice. Soon as Graham soon as had a go, at, well, not a go at him. He said he's not a great midfield player because the two things he lacks are goals yeah. and assists. And then yes. Keane came out the other night and he picked up where Graham had left off. He, he said the same thing, as, but Roy has a bit of skin in that game because he was coaching the Irish team with Martin O'Neill when they didn't give him a cap to secure him for Ireland. But the question I'm going to ask both of you is, I think he's a great player. I think if he went to a big club like Arsenal, like Chelsea, like Liverpool, he'd be, you know, the reason he hasn't scored goals for West Ham or made money perhaps is what he's got around him. What's your view of him? Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I don't know if we spoke about this before. I mean, but uh, Graham Stuness said it, that, that like yeah. three things for midfield players, uh, you know, there's uh, making goals, uh, creating goals, uh, sorry, stopping goals, and there's three elements in it. Yeah. And he has one. Now, I must be honest, I was totally in agreement with what uh, uh, yeah. he said. Right. And that. I think he's an exceptionally good player at what he does. Yeah. But if you look at the, the overall, does he score many goals, Eamon? No. No. Does he make many goals? No. No. But he does a great job. With him. He, he's, 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 a, he's a real athlete and covers the ground brilliantly yep. at what he does. You know? Yes. He'll get it, win it, he'll give it. He'll give it. But he, he doesn't fit, I think... Uh, Graham was on about those three elements in the, yes. in the midfield for the great players. And he said he fitted one of them. Yes. Now, I, I, I'm a great admirer of Rice, but, but I would agree with what Graham said. Right. Liam, I ask you the same question. I'm not quoting Graham out of context, and John didn't either. It's exactly what he said. And well, nobody better to ask than you and John. I think it's probably because he's playing for West Ham. I think he probably could also play centre-half, he's one of those players, but I, I really do admire him. What's your take on, on Graham's definition of a great midfield player? Uh, well, I think he was talking about himself, wasn't he? He likes right. talking about himself, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great midfield player. And he had to be called Graham as well. <laughs> he was a great player as soon as well. Yes, he was, and he could, he could score goals from distance. Yep. Funny enough, Rice got one last week. 
know, yeah. he must have been reading what Suna said about him. He got a lovely bender against Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah you know, he could do with that, adding that to, the, to his game. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be a creative player that can pick out a through pass for a forward making a good run. I don't think he's got that vision of creativity. Right. I right. think what he has, probably the best side of his game, is his, how he competes in the middle of the park and gets yes. his foot in and wins the ball. Eh? Yes. So he, w- he will go to a big club. Someone will take him and we'll see whether your theory is right that he will go on to be you know, a great midfield player. But at the moment, I would have my reservations as John does and as Graham does. Okay. John, just a final question to both you and Liam, but to you first, John. Leeds United lost at Chelsea. They only got beat 1-0 because Chelsea yeah. aren't getting results, but they're certainly spending money, 600 million so far, and counting. I think you saw the match, and I'm hoping, I like Leeds, I like you, I love you, uh, and I like Leeds. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to, to see your team go down, but they're right on the cut line, John. Yeah. Fourth from bottom. What's your take on it? I, I think they get away with it, Eamon. Right. Uh, I saw I saw the Saints play Leicester. Last oh week yeah, the Saints won. Yeah, one of the worst games I've ever seen in my yes. life. Yes, I saw Forest against Everton, and that was another yeah. one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I think Leeds have enough to get out of it, Eamon. Right, just about. I think I haven't looked at the teams that I actually looked at that that are down there and in trouble. Uh, I I think. I, have a, I just have a feeling for them that they've enough in the in the team to get a, to get out of the, the relegation. Right, Liam, you don't have a strong preference, I'm sure, except you don't want John to be upset, do you? No, I love John as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we, uh, Leeds are a big club, you know, and they've done great to come come from where they've come from. They have yep. to battle hard to get out of that championship for many years, uh, and now they're back where they belong. There's, there's about seven teams that could go down. Eh? Uh, it, yeah. start, it starts at Crystal Palace, really. You yes. know? Yep. Uh, and, and work your way down. Forest are in it. West Ham are in it. Southampton. You know, yep. all these teams are in, in Wolves. All these teams are in trouble. Yeah, you Le- know? Leicester, big time. I- Leicester, look at them. They yep. they got a couple of results a month ago and they thought, oh, well, they're, they're out of it. Now they're back mm. in it. You know, right. this is this is the Premier League. You know, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's fascinating, and the battle for relegation or to avoid relegation this year is fascinating. Okay, John Giles and Liam Brady, two of the greatest midfield players there's ever been. No question, tick every box and a couple of other boxes as well. Grateful to John and Liam, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.